Everyone, family, welcome back. We're here for another fantastic adventure in the wilds of our imagination. That's another reference. Yeah, I know. We're full of pop here. So, who wants to talk about what happened last time? It was super easy. Ghostlinger, I choose you. What happened last time? I'm not a Pokemon, but okay. What did we do last last time we got together? We fought spiders. How many spiders? Well, there were in, uh, two or three. I, I think it was two. I can't remember. Yep, there's two big ones and then a whole bunch of little ones. Exactly. What happened? Did you guys almost die? Did a spider well, almost no, chew your face off? Die. That one didn't almost die. The rest of us did. <laughs> yeah, those spiders were tough. Alright, so you guys are down in the catacombs under the city of White. And why are you down there? For exploring reasons. For exploring reasons? It is because somebody said something about premonitions of evil underneath the town, and you were on it to check it out. We're crazy. So as you were going through the through the this catacombs, uh your nemesis showed up and pushed you and you pushed Asharis by accident, and Asharis pushed Merlin, and then Merlin fell into a spider web, and then all these spiders came all over the place. Ah! And yep. then that's that's the story of how I got almost dead. Yep. And then these spiders showed up, and they started trying to eat you, and you guys had to fight them off. And then uh, when you went to leave, your nemesis Zabuza showed up again, and he said it from the darkness. Congratulations on not dying. And then he ran away again. Because he's a coward. So, you guys took a short rest uh, at the end of the last episode. That's where we left off. That means that those of you who have taken damage, I believe that that is Ghost Slinger no. and Merlin. I have taken damage. It's okay. a, bit, a bit. And Asharis too, it seems. You guys can roll hit dice. So you're level three, so I think that means you have three hit dice. That you can roll. Your hit dice should be marked uh, near your health. What what they are. I think, Merlin, you have 3d6. I don't remember how much damage you took and whether or not you need to roll all three. Up to you. How much health do you have? Not a lot. Not a lot? I mean, most of us have... Looking on my, my sheet here, it says I've got uh, five. Five of how many? From 20 to five. 20 to five. Let's see. You get 3d6 to roll... To recover health, the best you could roll would be an 18. So I'm just going to go ahead and roll all three of these. And we'll see how much health you recover in this short half-hour break, or hour break, that you guys take from after fighting these spiders. Did they get all three? Did you get all three? Yes, you can spend uh, as many as you want during this short rest. The way they work is they'll recover after you sleep. So you can take multiple short rests a day. So like in your case, you don't have to roll all three of yours. If you only have some damage, maybe you roll one, maybe you roll two in order to recover. And then if the day continues on and you need to take another short rest, you can use the rest of them then. So Merlin, you can go ahead and add 12 to your five. Jessica gets all of hers back. Mm-hmm. 17. So now you're not back hurting so bad. Seven. You've taken this short rest in these tunnels. Before setting back off to see what lies ahead. Okay. Okay, so you make your way 
further into the catacombs, well past the spider trap, and uh, the main chamber branches off into several smaller passages. And eventually, it opens up, the path you take opens up into a large, a larger chamber with a tall dome ceiling. The walls of the room look like the dirt passages that you've been tr- uh, passing through, but the other half of the chamber stands out as it's interlaced with brick and mortar, like when you first entered the catacombs and you could see the foundations of the church and the mausoleum. There are a few passages leaving this area, but what quickly draws your attention is a heavy wooden door with wrought iron bars running up its length. There's a large lock in the middle of the bars, but there is no handle. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's job to me. Oh, great. I gotta unlock another lock. You don't have to. There's plenty of other places you could go down here. You don't have to go through this door. I mean, there could be a demon behind the door. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. A demon? Where is the research? No, we're busy here. I know. When I, throw, when I roll three dice, does that mean I don't have any more to roll? Yep, you're out. Okay. But only until you go to sleep. So do you guys want me to unlock the door? So there's plenty of other places to go. Yeah, there's, uh, so imagine kind of like a big open kind of hall where lots of these passages uh, bisect with each other. And then there's kind of the central area that you can see half of it looks like it's built into the city above. And the other half of it, which you just came from, is kind of more this dirt uh, passageway. But there's lots of different uh, passages going out around this room. Hmm. That's amazing. Interesting. From the church into a tunnel where the catacombs are, and now we need a door. It could just be another tomb. I don't know. It could be anything. So, what do you guys want to do while you're in this room? You can make me tell you more stuff with what you want to do. Do I have any powers to search for magic or anything like that? You sure? You can, you can search for magic. You can investigate the room. You can listen to see what you hear. You can check the floor. You can check the stonework. What draws your attention? What kind of lock is on the door? So it's kind of a big, heavy wrought iron lock. It's not a padlock. It's actually square and built into the bars. So you think when we put a key in there and turn the tumbler, the actual bar would slide? You can't see the mechanism behind the lock. So it's on the bars, but the bars aren't very far from the door. This big lock kind of blends back into the wood, and you can't tell what the mechanism inside it looks like. So it's not a not a padlock. No, it's not a padlock. Hmm. I'd like to get out of the catacombs myself, but... Like, run away? Like a coward? Is that what you're saying? Run away? Like... Run away! Like a coward. (laughs) Brave, 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 the Robin! Oh my god. Uh, A brief, a brief aside... One of our one of our friends in the campaigns I play in, his character's name is Ravin, not Robin, Ravin. So uh, we often make of him make fun of him for being the brave, brave, brave Sir Ravin, because he runs away. We ran away, away. <laughs> Did it. Um. Let's see. So no one wants to go through the door. 
No one knows yep. anything about this room yet. You guys are just standing at like where the the tunnel entrance is goes into this room, and you can just kind of dimly see it through the uh, the magic of Merlin's lit up staff. Let's move closer and check out the door. Let's send Sheila to investigate melting. Okay. Okay. What is your well? What's Sheila's investigation stat? I have no idea. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I forgot to look it up. I think investigation is an intelligence-based stat, so what's her intelligence? I know nothing, Derek. I have no stats. You have no stats? That's no good. Let me look in the player book really fast. Under Puma. Puma. She's a pretty cat. Intelligence. Her intelligence is minus four. Minus so, four? Yeah, she's, she's not super intelligent. She's not as smart as a person. But she's very wise. So she kind of wanders around this room and sniffs at a few things rather closely. I forget. You don't have telepathic bond with her all the time. You have to pa- uh, cast... Cast that, yes. Uh, okay, so you just kind of see what she does. So she wanders around this room and, and sniffs at some stuff and then comes back to you and just sits at your side. Nothing in here. Nothing alive. Well, and I can also sense creatures, so I should have to know that there are no creatures in here. You can sense creatures? How far can you sense creatures? What kind of creatures? And stuff like that. I don't know. It just says primeval awareness. Can You, you can sense creatures around you. That, that doesn't sound like all that that's supposed to say. Um... Is that part of your class? Yes. Are these potato balls, Mom? <laughs> so what are you? <laughs> a ranger? I'm a ranger. Primeval awareness. Probably should have just looked up primeval awareness. Yeah, primeval Meaning awareness. Meaning third level, you can use your action and expend one ranger spell slot to focus your awareness on the region around you. For one minute... Per level of spell slot you expend, you can sense whether the following types of creatures are present within one mile of you, or within up to six miles with you if you are in favored terrain. Aberrations, celestial, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Hmm, This feature does not reveal the creature's location or number. They're within a mile. A mile? Yeah. That's a useless feature. Well, you say that. I mean, if you haven't encountered anything creepy down here, like, I mean, all you've run into so far is spiders and Zabuza, so you could find out if any of these critters are within a mile. I mean, that's a long way, but still, you might not expect there to be fey fiends or undead in this area, but it does cost you a spell slot. Mm. Undead, we're in a catacomb for Christ's sake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind we're of bound to be in here. It's a thing. It's it's definitely a thing. I mean, didn't we already encounter? Let me, let me roll a. Uh, let me see. Yeah, uh, Merlin, you highly suspect being in a catacomb means that there's probably some undead within a mile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I mean, we've already encountered some somewhere that is a catacomb before. That's true. You definitely did encounter that. So what does what does everybody want to do? There's a door and there's other passages around. How many other passages? What about the other passages? How many? 
let's say there are six passages plus this door, including the passage you came through into the room. But do they continue all in the same direction? No. No, they come in kind of at random intervals around the room. So we're not supposed to let him into the room. What? Who? Who him? <laughs> Who's him? <laughs> we're back on a... Uh... Monty Python and the Holy Grail, oh. of course. Oh, oh. You... Which part? <laughs> the Lance. one where they have to save the prince. The... Lancelot oh. comes in and murders everyone. <laughs> all right, then we shall go. Well, are there any lights in these hallways? Is there all the same darkness? So as you are kind of moving into this room and looking around, you'll see that there are two sconces, two cast iron sconces on the wall. Near this door, one on either side, it has the kind of black residue on it from having had a flame there, but it doesn't look like they've been uh, lit in a very long time. Hmm. Is this possibly a meeting hall? Possibly. You feel like it's more just a an intersection point between all these different directions that you could go. How are we going to keep from getting lost, kids? I know, right? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Magic. Well, uh, magic of animation. You could, I mean, up until now, you've pretty much gone in um, the one main tunnel, but it's split, and you guys have come down this way to this big intersection underneath the city, and the masonry mixed into the tunnels around you suggests that you may be near another building. Do we have? It's behind this big locked door. Do we have a compass? No, you do not have a compass that I know of. A compass? Pokemon Go is my compass. A compass would actually work under underground. Yes, it would. So we don't have a compass. Well, is you think this door might be a way out, kids? Uh, Ghost Slinger? You think we could get out if we open this door? No. <laughs> Probably not. Hmm. Let's go to the left. Let's to the move left. on then. <laughs> To the left, to the left. Okay, to the left of you is three passages and this big locked door. I'll take behind. what's behind passage number one! And okay, I'll, I'll... you walk over to passage number one, and you're looking at, you're kind of investigating the entryway and looking down into its depths with your dark vision, and you can see that this passage appears to go down. It appears that it goes deeper into the dirt underground. I'll take the door. Does it smell? Ghost Slinger, you said you're going to take the door? Yes. Okay. Roll me a d20 to unlock the door. Mm. One moment, please. We got a lot of references, all right? Full of pop culture. 17! 17! Plus her ridiculously high unlocking ability of stuffs. I'm sure that opens the door. Ghostlinger, you take out your lock picking kit and you kind of pick at this very large lock. And because it's so big, it's really not that hard to pick. You just move the tumblers up and out of the way and then take the the body of your lock picking set and twist it and it pops open easily. The door doesn't move. Oh, and there's no handle, he said. Yeah, but it's covered in bars. Oh, so we can pull it open. Yes, you could. Ghost Slinger, this big door is open, or it's unlocked in front of you. What do you want to do? Well, 
We can try and pull the bars off. Pull them off? I thought we were going to just pull it open. Like, okay. oh, you go ahead and you grab this big, these big bars near the door. And you start pulling on them. And as you pull, the door starts to come open easily. And some dirt at the floor kind of blows into the room a little bit. Uh-oh. Dirt on the floor blows into the room? Yep. And the door opens up. With a creak. That means with a With a very squeaky, like, metal-on-metal metal grindy noise as these hinges haven't actuated in a very long time. Yeah, that's good holy work. Uh, Merlin, what do you do? I haven't asked you what you're up to in a while. Uh, Ghost Slinger just opened the door, and Asharis was looking off down one of the passages on the left. Well, I want two things. One, I want to search for magic, and I want to also strike a match and see which way the smoke goes. Okay. So, looking around, you don't see anything magical. Do you want to use a bell slot to cast Detect Magic? Actually, I don't know how many spell slots you have left. I think Detect Magic is level one. Well, uh, I just thought I would check since I'm here. Does Burning Hands give off any smoke, Derek? Oh, yeah. Any fire-type spell, you're going to be able to generate smoke. You have a fire cantrip, right, so I'll, I'll give you the ability to make the smoke you want. Let's throw the little fire cant inside the through the door and l- light up the room on the inside with a little fire and see which way the smoke goes. I should let you do this because it's a terrible idea. <laughs> so there is a monster in there and I just unleashed some beast? No, no. Merlin, you cast Firebolt and throw a little moat of flame into this door that Ghost Slinger just opened. And as you see inside this room, you see it is full of wooden objects and there is a small fire starting to grow in this room that you just opened the door to oh my god what we set the room on fire now i thought it was just and uh the smoke is going up and some of it is blowing into the room that you are standing in oh god now we're gonna die of smoke inhalation I thought it was just a hand of flames. Why would he throw it? Well, because he said he wanted to throw it into the room. And I said I shouldn't tell you not to, so he did. (laughs) He just did it. (laughs) Uh, Ghost Slinger, you're closest. What do you do when you see this room full of wooden objects and a small fire starting to spread uh, in, uh, let's say it's about six foot into the room, there's a chair on fire. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have anything that's watery. Throw dirt on it. Yeah, you, are, you are standing in the kind of dirt tunnels, but I, I will uh, actually roll me an intelligence uh, check, Ashar, our ghost slinger. It's a 10. Do you have any int- uh, intelligence bonus, like, on your sheet? Now it's a 12. Okay. With a 12, you see this small fire on this wooden chair that's starting to burn, and you realize the room you're standing in doesn't have anything flammable in it. So? Do you say anything when you see him, uh, when you see this fire start in the room? Merlin, you have doomed us all. (laughs) Asharis, 
you just heard Ghost Slinger say, Merlin, you've doomed us all after she unlocked this door and you heard the squeaking of the door opening and he threw a fireball into the room. What are you going to do? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to run over there. And I'm going to pour the contents of my water skin on the fire. Since no one else seems to have thought of that. Alright, so you, Hasharis, you come flying up to this door and peer in, expecting to see some terrible monster about to barrel out and eat your friends because Ghostslinger screamed, you've doomed us all. And mm-hmm. instead, you see a small fire started on a chair in a wooden room. You run in and very quickly start to dump the contents of your water skin onto this chair. And you extinguish the flames. There you go. Thank you. Jeez Louise. By the way, Jessica, it's a chair. The room you're in isn't on fire and isn't flammable. You could have moved it. (laughs) I just wanted to make that joke, okay? Now that the room's not on fire anymore, Asharis, you're standing in this wooden room and you look around and you see now that you're closer you see that it's actually filled with casks the walls of this of of this rather large cellar are filled with casks you can see behind them kind of the 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 masonry of the town above but the walls are full of wooden racks holding various different wooden casks that are all marked with a bunch of names and some of those names you recognize you see names like snow bluff ale rune wing mead and stone creek vineyard ah! <laughs> so we must have the smoke go made it down yes it went into the room that you're standing in merlin wow so now we're in the fruit cellar what are you guys gonna do Merlin, you're still standing in the middle of this big underground opening, uh, looking into a room where Ghost Slinger just t- seemed to be very mad at you for catching things on fire preemptively, and Asharis went to save the day and put the fire out. I'm just an old fart. What do you expect? <laughs> All I wanted to do was strike a match. <laughs> well, you threw that match into a room full of wooden objects. Not a great plan. You had to get all fancy with your flame hands. <laughs> It was dark in there. I couldn't see. <laughs> Ask the elves. We can see. Now let's, look, let's check out the furniture in this room. See what what's in here. Okay, so Merlin, you move into the room with Asharis, where Asharis is looking around at all these casks. Go, Slinger, do you want to go in as well? Mm-hmm. All right, so Uh-oh. as you go in, all three of you see these casks, and you recognize some of these names on these casks, and you realize that this is a wine cellar, and these casks are full of ales and wines from around the region. You see uh, wow. a chair you caught on fire. There's a couple others in this room. There's a uh, a dolly to to move around the casks. There's a desk with some notes on it, uh, but it looks like nobody's used it in a while because there's some dust on top of it. And you see a uh, a flimsy ladder that leads up to the top of the room about 20 feet above you. But why is the wine gone? At the top of that ladder, you can see a uh, a small wooden hatch 
and you notice as you look around that there's less dust in this room than there were in the stone tunnels of the catacombs before you encountered the spiders. Let's go up. Maybe because somebody takes care of it. Why are you going to go up, though? All right. Merlin, while the others are still looking around at all these various things in this room, you start to go up the, the ladder. You... You test it first to make sure it's still solid, and it is still very solid, and you start to climb your way up to the top of the ladder towards this hatch. Okay. He's going to regret that. (laughs) Nobody else can do anything? Open the hatch. What's that? Yes, they are all full. Well, yeah, they're full. Well, what I assume is we walked into... Underneath the town, where there's a tavern, and this is where they hold their booze. That's why I said he's going to regret that. But he's just going to walk upstairs into the tavern. Okay, so Merlin, as you get closer to the top of this um, this ladder, you can hear some shuffling and scuffling above you. It sounds like uh, footsteps, and occasionally you hear like some, some scuffing on the ceiling above you around this hatch. Don't do it. Like somebody's dragging their leg? No, more like they're just shuffling around. But it definitely sounds like there's a person or more upstairs. Any music? Any talking? You might hear some muttering, but not really any words that you understand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just too muffled to hear. Are we going to get out of the catacombs or just continue on, go back down and continue take another aisle? I mean, there's still danger down here, unless it was giant spiders. Well, did you want to uh, to actually pop your head out of this this uh, hatch at the top of the ceiling? I'd like to get out of the catacombs. There's... I'm taking what? that as a yes. What? Yes. All right. So you get up to the top of this ladder, and you hear all this this noise that's making uh, that that's happening up 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 atop, and you push open the the hatch. Uh, how do you go about pushing it open? Do you, you know, push it like and all the way open, or do you just kind of peek in first? I'm gonna peek in first, but I want to. I want to use a mirror image spell on the first person I see, so they'll just. I want to just magically appear on the floor. Uh, let me look real quick. Hmm, that's an interesting spell. I told you I was gonna Is that get a first it. level spell. No, it's actually second level. Oh, okay. Mirror image. Put the mirror image on the other side of the room, and then I'm going to come in this side of the Three room. Three then... illusory duplicates of yourself appear in your space until this spell ends. The duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting positions so it is impossible to track which image is real. You can use your action to dismiss the illusory duplicates. Each time a creature targets you with an attack uh, during the spell's duration, roll a d20 to determine whether your attack instead targets one of your duplicates. Okay. You, sh- you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to wait until you see somebody, or do you want to do it now? Do it now. Okay. Expend your spell slot, and uh, you poke your head up through the hatch in the floor, and you just peek up, and looking through the crack that you make, you can see a pair of boots walking back and forth in this little narrow passageway. It's a, a wooden structure on both sides. You can see uh, cabinets and these boots going by. What do you want to do? As soon as he goes by, I'm going in. Okay. 
the boots pass by over top of you and step on the hatch, briefly pushing you back down. And when that happens, you pop the hatch up and do you rush into the room or do you do it like quietly? Quietly. Okay, so you pop the hatch open and you start making your way up into the room. Four of you, to be fair, make your way up into this room and you you get a better look at him. It's a, a human male who appears to just be moving items around the inside of a tavern. He's got okay. uh, a pair of pub glasses in his hands and he sets them down on the countertop behind the bar. And you are just in the red center. Okay. I have, uh, if it's safe, I can tell my friends to come on up by using mental, uh, mental magic. Oh, you want a message? Message. Message. Okay. Uh, uh, I won't tell you that you know it's safe. I will tell you that you feel like you were just in a creepy catacomb and this is a single person inside a large empty building and you don't know where you are. So, do you want to do anything to figure out whether or not you're safe, or do you just want to make the assumption? Well, uh, there must be a door to get out of this building. You do see a door with daylight coming in around the edges of it at the far side of the tavern. And it's just one person. Does the man see him? Actually, let's do that. Is he surprised? <laughs> Merlin, what is your stealth? It's definitely not as good as mine. Um... I'm being tutored, so I have to be careful what it I say. It should be on the first page next to one of your intelligence or charisma or... Jessica, what that is stealth underneath? Zero. Ah, well, with the zero, plus what I rolled, no, he does not see you. Okay. Uh, so you can do something uh, without him being aware what you are going to do. So, yes, you could whisper down to your friends. You could go to leave. Let me look leave. out the door. What? I'm gonna look out the door. You can't look out the door. It's half. It's across the, a, a tavern hall. <laughs> Nobody saw me. Nobody saw you, but that's a very long way to go. And your friends are in the floor underneath you. I'm gonna ask them to come on up. Let's get out of here. All right. So you message down. Who are you messaging to? Ghostslinger. Okay. You message down to Ghostslinger. What do you say? It's safe. It's safe up here. Come on up if you want, and we can get out of here and see where we're at in the town. Demons. <laughs> you hear demons uh, from uh, from Ghost Slinger. Do you want to say anything else? Is that a no? Don't leave me hanging up here. <laughs> You're a demon. Am I coming back down, or am I going? Are we going to go out the door? I'd prefer you to stay up there if you're a demon. <laughs> what? Did you hear him in your head? <laughs> yes. It sounds like a whisper in your ear, Ghost Slinger, not like a telepathic message. I mean, still, that's spooky. It, it's a demon. Okay. Nobody can hear it but you, and you can tell me back the same way. Uh, Asharis, what do you? hear? Actually, yeah, that's true. If you whisper back, then then Asharis can't hear it. Asharis, what do you want to do? It's been a while now. Uh, He's gone upstairs and disappeared off the top of the ladder. I'm going to go up there. All right. Yes, Gunslinger, I'm going up there. Well, then I'm falling. It's safe. That's why I came up here. Oh, no. Uh, The guy at the top of the bar 
uh, hears uh, as Ashara slips on one of the ladder rungs and turns around and sees Merlin standing there, four Merlins standing there, and he says, Bloody hell, what are you doing in my bar? I told you he would regret it. And he reaches underneath the uh, the bar next to him and pulls out a heavy crossbow. Uh-oh. There's four of us. Don't do anything foolish. <laughs> he sees the, the, the hatch to the bottom side of the bar open and four of you, and he's going to very aggressively bring the heavy crossbow up to his shoulder and say, I've taken out guys a lot bigger than you. Like you have. <laughs> and he'll, no, look, he'll look down the hole and see two more people down there, and he's going to say, Oi! What? There's more of you still? What are you doing in my cellar? Uh, we came here by accident. I unlocked the big giant door. You're welcome. Now you can explore a deep, dark catacomb. Wait, what? <laughs> you came through the door? Obviously. How else did we come through? Hey, he'll stop and he scratches his head. And he says, Wait, what? Why are you... How come... I don't understand. We were exploring a... I told you it's a deep, dark catacomb. This? What were we looking for? A demon! I don't think we were looking for a demon. Well, we were looking for the evil under the town because some guy said that there was some evil right, under we, the we town. We are adventurers and we are investigating Demons. the evil under the town. No, we're investigating the demons under the town. Well, uh, I ain't heard nothing about no evil under the town. I, I would have been... I'd have sworn you was after the uh, the lost treasure of Merc running around down there in the catacombs. I mean, I'd be down for that. What lost treasure? Now, now, how about... Wait a minute. Did you leave that door open down there? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I lost the key to that door years ago. You better lock it back up and get up here now. How do I... Because I don't want any other creepy crawlies coming up out of that cellar. I'm sorry. Have fun with those creepy crawlies. Don't lock the door. I don't know how to lock the door. Just pull it closed. It's, it, it's got a lever on it, on the backside. It's super easy to lock. It's super hard to unlock. Go lock the darn door. Okay. All right. So uh, Ghost Slinger goes over and locks the door, and Asharis continues coming up uh, to the top of the stairs while this rather large uh, barkeep steps back as you pop your head up through the, through the hatch. And he's still got the crossbow pointed at you. He'll say, all right, now, get, get up here. We, we need to talk. We mean no harm. It's okay. We definitely aren't demons trying to eat your food. <laughs> Alright. Uh, as long as you're not demons. <laughs> See, I lose. Yeah, yeah. He, he rolled. Yeah, he believes you. He believes you are not demons. <laughs> Alright, you little one. You get up here, too. Okay. Alright, and Ghost Slinger comes up to the top of the bar, and he's gonna kick the hatch closed. Oh. And kind of stand on it and look you guys over. He's like, all right, why is there four of that one? He thought there might be, uh, he's a wizard. He scanned off the gray. Don't you know magics is illegal in this city? Yes, we read the sign. Well, then you better cut that off or somebody's going to see it and then we'll all be in trouble. Who makes the laws here? Well, obviously, that's the Lord of the Manor. Mr. White, 
We need to see him. I don't like them. Who them? You getting mad at me? My accent bothering you? No, I, I mean, I don't like the person that made the laws. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, you be best be good. Don't be saying that around anybody or you'll be, I'll still be in trouble. Now, you don't know about the lost treasure of Mech, but you're running around down in the catacombs. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. The only reason anybody would ever risk their lives going down in that terrible place is looking for the lost treasure. Maybe that's the evil. Treasure is evil. Mm. Well, like I said, I ain't had nothing about it being an evil treasure. All I've heard is it's the lost civilization of the city that used to be here before we is here. Then yeah, I would be the evil because I've seen movies like it. We heard. How do you know there's a treasure? Well, there's always been rumors of the treasure. It's been uh, down there since before our, our city of White was founded. You think White's trying to run everybody off? Uh, no. Uh, Lord White's the only thing protecting us from the terrible goblins that keep raiding the villages around the town. We think Lord White ponders up these goblins himself. Now, that's that's some strong assertions. And uh, we he's, he's lowered his crossbow, so he's not pointed at you quite so harshly since, you know, you guys have complied with him up till now. Merlin, did you turn off your duplicates of yourself? I can. Oh, well, did you? <laughs> well, as long as he dropped his crossbow, he was pointing at the wrong one anyway. <laughs> yeah, he had a high chance of pointing at the wrong one. Yeah, I can turn him off. Okay, you turn off your, your duplicates, and he'll he'll actually put the crossbow down. He'll say, now, how'd you all end up in my cellar? How long you been down there? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah, we we're drunk. Yeah. All the wine we were drinking down there. Well, you better not have been drinking any of my wine. You're going to question why the rum's gone, too. <laughs> why is the rum gone? <laughs> Let's see. I just finished saying that he wasn't being hostile to you anymore. Now I don't know how I feel about this. Oh, we were just kidding. Don't don't uh, don't panic. We don't drink anyway. Okay. He he believes that you were kidding around. We and came from uh, the, he's, the the panic passes off of his face. He's like, "Ah, that's that's a good one. I'm glad that you you are the the honorable sort who wouldn't steal anything that doesn't belong to you." Besides, them them casks is way too heavy for you guys to be moving around down there. I definitely heard that. We can't. We came from the church. Oh, you came from the abandoned church. So you went in. Uh, you you've traveled a long way from the church down there. Yeah, those. Uh, is there a map of those uh, tunnels and caves down there? Oh, I don't know of anybody who who'd have the courage to go down there, much less the ability to keep track of their travels down there. Most people, as they go down there, never come back out. Oh. Because of the giant spiders? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's down there. You tell me there's giant spiders? I'm inclined to believe you. I mean, there are giant spiders. We had to fight some giant spiders. Oh, I'm sorry. You do look a little rough around the edges. <laughs> I quit. Well, while y'all are here, uh, we haven't opened yet. I was just getting things cleaned up from last night's tussle. Uh, this here is my tavern, and uh, it's Cascal. Cascal, what's that? The, the name hall of, of casks. 
Uh, I'd be happy to be happy to get you anything you want. You've already seen the cellar. You know I have quite the selection. Hmm. I think I'll have a pint. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, it's a you bar. You want to try the uh, the rune wing mead? <laughs> no, that sounds a little harsh. Uh, well, we've got some stone bluff ale. Give me a beer, just light beer. Well, what what do you what do you think <laughs> ale is? <laughs> dark dark ale is not very. It makes my knees wobble. Well, I didn't say it was dark. I said it was ale. The dark okay. ale. That's a different different uh, different ale entirely. <laughs> That's the uh, the winter's the blend ball. from uh, from Stone Bluff. And I'll buy you one. Oh, well, me? thank you, thank you, good sir. And uh, he'll he'll pull out a couple of a uh, couple of glasses. Ah, they're not glass. He'll pull out some wooden tankards and uh, he'll fill them up. And he'll say, uh, "That'll be uh, two silver." Okay, here's the two silver. And he'll take a drink of the. Hold on, just. All right, he's going to uh, lift the the tankard of, of ale to his lips and take a big a big draft out of it, and he'll say, "Now the uh, the lost treasure merc, y'all y'all seem like uh, the the kind that would be down there uh, after that. So let me let me tell you what little I know, since you were so nice as to buy me a pint. Rumor has it that down in the depths of the catacombs, if you can find it, there's a chamber." It's uh, not really a tomb so much as a shrine to the god of the, the people who lived in Merc. And they stashed away a bunch of goodies before the fall of their civilization. Hmm. What was the name of these people? Well, uh, it was the, the, the city of Merc. Merc. So there's room that they got, you know, uh, hordes of treasure, just chests filled to the brim with gold pieces. I believe that. Well, we were uh, hired. Supposedly, there's there's magic items and all kinds of knowledge uh, lost down there, and it would all be in this one treasure chamber if only you could find it. I mean, we can find it. It's pretty easy. There's only one. Talk about how many monsters go. are we gonna have to battle before we get to it? We're looking for the evil mom. It's true. We are still looking for the evil. Well, see, you say you don't want to fight monsters, but you want to find the evil thing. It seems to me that those might be one and the same. Yeah, exactly. Those things go Well, we were in Brentwood, and we came here to I've find out... Brentwood. I... Nice place. Yes, it's very nice compared to here. It's very bland. Oh, White's got its charm. Sure, t- things today ain't as good as they was several years back. But it's still good here. I'm still doing all right for myself. Alcohol always wins. <laughs> he says, here, here, and takes another big, uh, big drink out of his, uh, out of his cat. Uh, what did I call it? Flagon. Tankard. Tankard. Yes, head of tankard of <laughs> ale. Uh, so do you guys like move to a table and and sit down with this barkeep as he tells you stories of uh, of what's down below? Or are you, you still bread, interested please? in getting out of out of the building? Well, as long as this guy's going to talk, as long as we're going to talk, I, that's why I bought him an ale. I want to see if he can loosen his lips up a little bit and tell us what he knows. All right. So he tells you, he tells you that his name is uh, is Orville, and he's the uh, Orville. The, yep, Orville, and he well, is the uh, the tavern keep for uh, Cask Hall Tavern. He tells you uh, everything that he knows. 
about the uh, the treasure, which I've already told you, uh, and he'll go on to say, yeah, those, uh, those catacombs down there. Rumor is that used to be you could get all over town back when uh back when the church was populated they kept most of the uh the nasties out down there and uh, there was passage underground between important buildings across town so white manor was connected to the church and the church was connected to the barracks and the barracks was connected to the uh to several of the different rich houses the rich families amongst white and uh surely there'd be some some tunnels that led to the uh oh what do you call them oh the gate the gatehouses around the exits of town so that you could move people around uh in times of need without having to be seen why do you have a door downstairs to the tunnels oh me i i bought this place and that was down there and uh, I was really just interested in the cellar, so I asked him about it, and they's the one that told me the story about how all of the uh, the catacombs is connected to everywhere else around town. I've never been down there. I, I'm not, see, I know about the treasure, but my treasure's here, it's all around us, in this, this beautiful tavern hall that I've I've built up over the years. I make plenty of coin. Way too much to be risking my life and limb going down there and seeking vast fortunes and riches. I've seen too many types get it all uppity that they're going to go find it, and then they never make their way back in here to spend that hard-earned gold. <laughs> because they're probably dead down there. Yeah, I imagine there's quite a few skeletons. You all probably saw a few down there, eh? Did we see any skeletons? I didn't see any skeletons. I mean, well, we you saw the ones that belong down there, like from the church and stuff, and the walls and some of the tombs. But there's so many passages and stuff; it's not like it's not unreasonable that you guys didn't see any. Hmm. Do you have any picture drawings of what these monuments should look like? What what monuments? Well, you say there's a treasure. The people were. In the city of Merck, they must have had uh, some kind of a headstone that looked different than everything else, so we'll know we're in the right place when we find it. Well, now that you mention it, I do remember something. Some some old fancy pants guy was in here. He was he was talking about something about that the the old times. Uh, I think I think he said it was a bird of some kind uh, on the. Uh, Symbol of their king, maybe? Then let's look for a bird. Okay. Come on, we're going back home. That's, that's good to know. Must have liked because it. I, have an, I have an owl. Yep, that's, uh, that's a kind of bird, all right. Big bird, as I remember. Well, I some of them tiny. It depends on what around. kind of owl, really. But they sound big. Okay, so... Do, uh, do you... Uh, summon uh, Archimedes to show off your owl, or do you just mention that you have Archimedes an owl? is coming. Archimedes is coming. He's going to land on my shoulder here. Oh, all right. Archimedes materializes out of thin air and then just kind of like w- uh, swoops down and lands on your shoulder. He says, <laughs> "Oh, wow! That's that's more of that magic stuff." But that was a pretty neat trick. Alice, nobody's in here. Oh, geez, we're gonna get in- sent to jail. <laughs> And it's all gonna be violent, Fark. Yeah, um, Archimedes just pooped on my shoulder. We gotta get outside. <laughs> Why do we? Well, talk? if y'all be heading off into town, I will tell you. 
I don't know how they're going to feel about your invisible, your half-invisible owl friend. He's kind of obviously magic, so they might accuse you of doing magic. Hmm. Yeah, don't Maybe we call better go back into the catacombs. We could move around under town and nobody would see us. Where are we in the town? Ah, well, as the dungeon master, let me tell you, that is a good question. Well, obviously, you're in Cask Hall, but I imagine since... Well, how long have you all been in town that you don't know where Cask Hall is? I'm one of the only places it's worth visiting in white. Where did we, we just got here. Oh, you guys are fresh from the old road, huh? Well, Cask Hall uh, is, is pretty close to the middle of town. You're not too far from the manor house or the barracks. Yes! We're getting there. I hate to ask this question, but how many men are in the barracks? Oh, the barracks. The barracks is full of knights. That's where the uh, the knights who uh, rise up from being squires stay. They uh, they protect the town. They're the ones that are out defending the roads against the goblins. Ah, uh, it's hard to say how many there are at any given time, because right now things are stretched a little thin, what with the goblin raids and all. But all in all, there's probably I don't know. Fifty or so knights? Only Yeah, it's quite a few. It's a pretty big building. If okay. if there, if anything was ever to happen to our wall, which, by the way, don't be doing anything that would, like, blow a hole in the wall while you're down there, then I'll really regret telling you everything about how to get, you know, around down under the under the city. But y'all don't seem like the type that would do that. If anything ever was to happen to our wall, that'd be where I'd want to be next. That's the safest place in town, that. How many passageways come from the uh, main tunnel downstairs? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I've, I I don't know. Hardly anybody's ever been down there. I can only think of maybe in all the years I've been here at Cascal, maybe two or three people that have gone down and come back out. And they said it's essentially a labyrinth of death. So it's a death trap, and we've been down in a death trap. I think there was five. Asheris, mm-hmm. you think there's five tunnels? I think there was five, including the one that we came through. I thought there was six. There were six. Because we came in on of, one. Are you guys really thinking about going back down there again? Yes. We have to find the evil. It looks like a spooter. <laughs> you don't want to see? Oh. No! Spider. Disappeared. Oh, there it is. It does look like a spider. Yes, it looks like a spider with six legs. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what he's going for. No, it's a tunnel. See the door? No, I mean... <laughs> I mean, maybe that's where Eric's going. And the tavern with the ladder going up from the basement? Yep. Eric's going for a spider. I'm keeping track here. Episode 8. Yeah. Well, if y'all are going to head back down, I could save you some trouble uh, if you, if you, you know, want to be uh, good patrons of the bar, I could, I could probably give you access as long as nobody's around, and you could get back in through my door, but uh, I'd have to lock it up after you. I wouldn't want any of them creepy crawlies getting in. Creepy crawlies you have a, anyways. They're going to break do you have a Do you have a, a place to stay here at the... At the uh, Cat's Call Tavern? Cat's Call is Hello? a good name. I like that. Oh, and what time do you have that? a, a, what you have a place to stay? What was that, Ajaris? What time is it? Like, what time of the day? Time for lunch. Oh, you guys must have been down there a while if you don't know what time it is anymore. Uh, it's probably around uh, 
four or so in the afternoon by this time. Oh, great. So I think I heard the bell the strike four. Bing! 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 So, uh, can we spend the night here or not? Uh, well, I mean, I've got room for me upstairs, but it's not, I'm not really, it's, it's a tavern. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily want to sleep here on a bumping night. Is there an it's inn? noisy as all get out. Is there an inn somewhere nearby? We need to have a base of operation. A cheaper inn. Over by the, uh, the old road, there's the Stonehaven Inn. If you go over there and let them know that Orville sent you, I'm sure they give you a discount. I mean, we already had we to get a discount once. Yes, that is where we stayed. I'm keeping track. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Well, what well, we'll come back tomorrow and go in through the uh, catacombs through the through your door. All right, sounds good. If y'all want to hang out here for the rest of the evening, I don't have any problem. Uh, we'll probably be open up here about six o'clock. Is there another entrance to the catacombs that you know of besides the church? Oh, well, like I said, there's probably all the old buildings, the oldest buildings in town, it's rumored, are connected via the catacombs. But I, I don't know where the entrances would be. I'd imagine the manor house would probably have uh, uh, some way into the catacombs. And the barracks, like I said, uh, and probably the uh, the oldest families in town, uh, some the whites, the, I'm the sure. rich folks, folks, probably has got secret entrances and all that jazz. What with rich folks and all. It didn't look like anybody goes down there because there's spider webs everywhere. Oh no, it's definitely not safe to go down there. That's for sure. Like I said, when the church was around, they kept it all nice and cleaned up down there. But ain't nobody done that in a long time now. Why did the people leave the church? Oh, that's that's a story. Oh. Good question. If y'all got uh, time for another ale, I could get into it. I could pour you another one. All right, if you want to pony up another silver. Another silver on the bar, yeah? Uh, well, so it was years ago when when the the young Lord White was just entering his manhood, we'll say, the the knights raided the the church. It was said that they was harboring evil magics. Maybe they're the evil, and they went down. I I, I wasn't around for it uh, at that point. I mean, I was I was just getting the bar started up, and I was you know busy with all my own stuff, so I didn't go over there. But I heard it was it was basically a riot. The knights and some of the townsfolk, fearing this evil magics went over there and basically stoned the building and, and ransacked the place and ran all the uh, all the, the religious folks out of town. Wow. I imagine, uh, since the Knights was involved, it wasn't just a random thing. It, it had to have come directly from the from the manor house. It had to be on the Lord's orders to, to get the Knights involved. Or maybe he was still young. It could have been, uh, it could have been the envoy uh, who was taking care of him while he was still young and and then they locked it up, and nobody went in there ever since then? Oh, yeah, since then, that place has been barred up. I'm surprised that you guys went over there. Nobody goes near the old church anymore. Fear of the, the, the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> hmm. The heebie-jeebies. But, yeah, I, I heard that uh, uh, Shantae, that was, that was the name everybody said, 
all them years ago. I heard she wasn't all that bad, so I I can't say what what was what was going on with it. It seems strange that a peaceful god like Shantae would be uh, uh, harboring evil spirits and evil magics. Where did the evil spirits come from? Do you think? Oh, I, not for me to say, really. Like I said, I wasn't there in person. You think Good. they come around the church? Well, I haven't seen any evil spirits, but I've heard tale all kinds of, you know, strange noises and stuff rising up out of the catacombs over there. Is there anybody in the street at nighttime? Uh, most people don't go around at night. I mean, what with all the, the, the goblins and stuff, we don't get out of town much and not too much here to do now? other than visit the bars and, and my tavern. How much, is, how, how late are you open? Oh, we'll be open late. I mean, as long as the drinks keep flowing, I'll just keep taking the money, and uh, the party goes on, as they say. So, people do walk the street after dark. They'll be here until I kick them out, and then they'll get home as fast as they can, and that's be it for the night. Wow. Is there a newspaper or a town crier? Is there a town crier? Oh, yeah, there's a town crier. He rings the bell every uh, every few hours. Does he say something like, hear ye, hear ye, uh, Jack Benny was just hit in the head by a goblin? <laughs> well, I mean, the news isn't always bad, but yeah, from time to time we'll hear about another another settlement that's been attacked by a goblin raid. But sometimes, sometimes we'll hear about the knights actually successfully taking out a band of them. Those are always good, but here lately it hasn't been as often. Hmm. What do the goblins wear? You have an idea? Well, I ain't seen any goblins, because I stayed in the town. I ain't crazy. But from what I hear from those that come in off the road, uh, from out of town, it's uh, they seems to be that they carry uh, anything that's sharp and pointy, and basically all they wear around is loincloths and rags. Wow. That's like real goblins. <laughs> it's a good thing that family got out of town and took the children back to Brentwood for us. Mm-hmm. Which family is that? Mm-hmm. Asharis, who were that? We know who the kids were. I don't remember. Well, I think the the children's house was burned down by the, I guess they were goblins. 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 Oh, you know, it was, oh, it was the Pierce family. Ray Pierce and his wife. The Pierce family. The Pierce family. Oh, you mean the Smith? Yeah, I heard he was getting fed up. I don't know, crazy to leave. What with all the uh, all the armor work and and weapons making that the the goblin raids have been causing, seems strange to leave. Being a Smith, the money's been flowing in like crazy for him. There'll be a an opening for a new Smith to take over, I'm sure. But he'll do okay in Brentwood. Hopefully, the I family think. makes it. How long have Kevin? What was that? Can you steer us in? How long have the goblins been attacking? Oh, it's it's been a while now. Uh, let's see. Uh, probably near on two years. We need to talk to somebody down there in the where all those men are staying. We need to talk to a knight that actually goes out and see why the grass is all dead and the trees are dying and there's no water. Oh, the the, the terrible weather, eh? Yeah, we haven't had a great year this year. Anything that did grow got burned up by the goblins in the raids. There's a few farms that have still held out, but the crops aren't coming in great like they used to. Some might call it an ill omen. 
I figure, eh, what comes around goes around. I'm sure it'll be back again just like it was. But they killed the parents of those little kids. Well, yes, goblins is horrible creatures. Just a second, Merlin. Oh, that's a great roll. Let me look. Uh, let's see. Go for this one. I wrote it down somewhere, but I got so many tabs now, I have no idea where I wrote it down at. What are you looking for? Stuff about goblins. Oh. Yeah, alright, I wrote it out very simple. That's not going to help very much. Just a second. Uh, let me... Oh, did I? Did I? No, I didn't. <laughs> Darn it. I gotta check the uh, appendix here. Goblins. G-O-B. Lins. There we go, 166. Oh, there it is. So, uh, Merlin, all this talk of goblins, I finally rolled the die for you. It says, you know, goblins are small, black-hearted, selfish humanoids that live in lairs and caves, abandoned mines, despoiled dungeons, any other dismal setting. Jeez, they they crave power and regularly abuse whatever power they obtain. They are motivated by greed and malice. Goblins can't help but celebrate the few times that they get the upper hand. They dance and caper at other people's losses. They delight in the torment of other creatures and embrace all manners of wickedness. And you also know that occasionally goblins that, that get organized can even keep uh, large rats or wolves as mounts and will ride them into battle. Good thing you got a cat. So, you know goblins is terrible, horrible critters. They are horrible. Asharis, you know that too. Ghostlinger, you know most of that. Pretend you didn't hear the thing about the uh, rats and giant rats and wolves that they can ride on. Okay. Sorry for my squeaky chair too. I forget how we got there. What did you ask right before that? We need to talk to a knight so we can find out why the grounds are all dead. The trees are all burned up and stuff like that. And oh. what, the, what the goblins actually wear, I want to know one when I see it. Oh, well, they're, they're a totally different race of creatures. You'll know what a goblin looks like. It's black. No, they're black-hearted. They're not black. Here, actually. I said that was 166. Let me show you a picture. Mm-hmm. Oops, lost it. They have green eyes. They gotta be green. Oh, I should... They're gonna have to be awfully light. I can't see your camera. I know, I know. This they're is not- what a goblin looks like. Goblin! Oh, it's a humanoid. I thought they were gonna be green. Well, I'm oh, wow. sure they come in different colors, but they all have nasty noses, and they've got little pointy bits picture. all over them and pointy ears. Kind of reminds me of that movie that you want, we wanted to go to and never got to go to, Derek. The one oh, with the big the, teeth? with the orcs? Yeah. All right, we need to get, go to the, the barracks and talk to a knight, or... Well, lucky for you, you aren't too far from the barracks if you guys are serious about getting over there. But good luck getting well, any of the knights to talk to you. They're very busy. Well, wait a second. Maybe they'll come to your to the tavern tonight and get drunk. Oh, they's they's not allowed to uh, to be fraternizing like that. They's got way too much work to be doing to be inebriated. How are they supposed to guard the city if they's all drunk off their rockers? <clears throat> we should go now, see Mister White. Back in the day, back when we had more nights, because they weren't as on, wasn't always fighting off goblins and every now and again, you know, getting themselves killed. Then you'd see a few of them in here. They'd get, you know, some time off from time to time. But that's been that's it's been a while since uh, since we've had any of them in here. Well, I can't see any reason to run around down in the catacombs until we know where we're going. We should go see Mr. White, Lord White. All right. Well, 
Have a have a a safe rest of your tra- uh, your travels. I wish you luck on your adventures going forward from here. But if you do manage to survive and find yourself with a a heaping pile of gold from the tra- lost treasure of Merc, be sure to come on back in here and spin some of that coin, eh? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, money not. Doesn't. Very good, Derek. Let's do some money. It's like another of my. Can you point us in the right direction to go to Mr. Uh, the White Castle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's easy. Y'all walk out the door, uh, look to your right, and uh, there'll be a big old building standing off in the sky. Head that way. You can't miss it. Okay, I got my dog. Okay. Orville raises his tankard and, and downs it and then slams it down on the table and says, Safe travels and be well. As y'all uh, get up and, and leave the uh, the tavern. Okay. Do you think this is where this animal is supposed to be? <laughs> look uh, at that dog. Look at her face. She says, no, this isn't where I belong. I'm, I'm breaking the rules right now. Yes, she knows it. She knows. But I'm not. the one that allowed her up here. supposed so. to be there. I told She's not in the bed. She's just on the bed, right? That is true. I told her to come up here, and now she's gone. <laughs> I wanted to pet her. Okay, so we're headed for White Castle. <laughs> White Castle. All right. Uh, you guys head out. You open the door to the tavern, and you're greeted by a flood of light in your faces, and your eyes are kind of adjusted yeah, to having been in the dark. You know it's not place. <laughs> well, they're they're closed. So the, the yeah. shutters are all closed on the place because it's closed up for the day. They don't want to give the impression that they're open. Asharis, so, huh? you're going to have to go into the White Castle and say, we'd like to see Mr. White because it wouldn't be good for Merlin to be the lead person since I look like magic. No, <laughs> I, I should be the lead person. Okay. I've got invitations and persuasion. Go, Slinger. You're absolutely welcome to go first. All I right. want somebody to go First, when they get when we get there. So and your don't eyes... steal any coffee cup. <laughs> oh, your eyes burn. Oh, also, uh, when you guys came up out of the cellar, uh, your giant putty cat came with you and just sat there under the table while you were talking. Uh oh, uh oh, there's a monster in my trash can. <laughs> don't get that monster. It's all in the trash can. Oh, because I put it on the floor because I've got a computer case on where the trash can usually goes. Yeah, I wonder how many times she's gone back and forth and I haven't heard her. Monster! As long as she can get out, it's okay, I guess. That's the evil Derek. The evil monster. Yeah, this is the evil that lives under the town. It's a giant weasel. (laughs) It pops its head out. It's just like... Hello. Oh, she's very excited. She wants to play. She's mad at me for taking the trash can away. So you guys head out into into the daylight and you blink, blink away... The uh, the darkness that you've been in for several hours now, wandering down in the catacombs. And sure enough, when you look around, you can see on this, this road that heads towards the middle of town, you can see the uh, the much larger now, Castle White. And you can also see a very large building nearby uh, that looks much more militaristic. Mm, I realize that I gotta go grab a lot of food. Uh, and you start heading towards Castle White. Okay. Okay. So, on your way past. Past what? 
Sorry, I'm I'm keeping notes because we're we're deviating from the plan. On our way past from the the barracks, we run into a knight, and we tell him that we're working for Master White. Now, on your way uh, to the what's this thing called? To the manor house to Castle White, uh, you see this very large militaristic looking building on your way, and you you think, let's see, I will roll a thingy. Yeah, you figure there's a pretty good shot that that's that's the the, the night bar- the night barracks. Um, that's the barracks, yeah. And do you want to deviate to it, or do you want to keep going on to the manor house? Are there any knights hanging out on the outside? You're not super close, but you do see a figure standing near the the large entryway. A guard, and he appears to be holding a pike. Oh, Bobby. He's holding a what? A pike. Pike? A stick? Yeah. Spear? Pointy stick. So he's on guard duty. Yeah. Well, the guy on guard duty is not going to talk to us. Mm All right, so you continue on? Yep. All right. Let me go down, down, down in history, of course. All right. So you walk on past the the barracks. You're not super close to it. You don't get a really good look, but you think that's... There's, there's a pretty good chance that that's the building that uh, is the barracks. Manor White is uh, is a huge building with several p- parapets and spires rising up around it. The building is crafted of smooth stone with wooden roofing, creating tall peaks topping off its gallant aesthetics. Several rotunda are attached to the main body of the building with conical roofs finishing them. But for all its masquerading to be beautiful, you can t- uh, tell, even from this distance... That it is from a bygone time. There are large hole in, holes in the roof on some of the smaller towers. The fringes of the house look to be turning black as the stone is growing mold and hasn't been attended to in quite some time. The garden appears to have gone wild with overgrowth, but then died, leaving a tangled mass of bramble and twigs strewn about the gardens at the base of the building. That doesn't seem nice. You hear bats chirping overhead as you walk towards the tall-roofed entryway to the manor, with dark-stained wooden double doors covered in decorative wrought iron. A heavy, se- a heavy black knocker is in the center of each door. Um, can we just open the doors? Uh, it does have a door handle. Yes, you can. No, you can. If it's unlocked, you can do whatever with it. Ghost Slinger goes to open the door. You're going to regret that. This is going to get us locked up in jail. You guys have an opportunity to do something about that because I am pausing. You cannot do that. No, you can. You can. You can have this conversation in game. Oi! Yeah. Don't slinger. Do not open that door. It is rude. And there's knights just down the hall. You will get us thrown into prison. You are. This is the castle. In the locker. It's Castle White right there. <laughs> what, well, is, uh, what is that picture? Castle White. Did you Google Castle White? Know. It's got something to do with this. It's Harry Potter. Oh. Uh, nine and three quarters. I thought it was nine and a half. Nine and three quarters, silly. Um, Ghost Slinger, you are being yelled at. Wait, you're in prison. What? And we're already at prison. <laughs> Couldn't you just knock on the door? I'm knock on the door. <laughs> you knock on the door while I open it. No. All right. Well, so, you have the power to open. Uh, Asharis, you step 
in front of uh, Ghost Slinger, who is obviously going for the door handle. And you put your foot on the door so she can't pull it open. And you grab one of these large iron knockers and you knock. (laughs) The huge iron knockers send a resounding thump echoing through the house in the entryway that you're standing in. When the sound trails off, there's a screech from overhead as a bundle of bats let go from the roof and flap away. When you Ah. turn back to the door, there is a man standing there in a fine dark suit. Pretty freaky. You rang. That's right. <laughs> I've been expecting you. You're all wet. <laughs> Boy, my my voice is tired. Uh, just a second. Yes. <laughs> How can I help you, saviors of Brentwood? How do you know that? Oh no! Our reputation precedes us. No, it's the old boy, isn't it? Why, yes. We are very aware of your escapades in Brentwood. The Lord is glad to hear that they did not fall to the evil. We are here to offer our services to Lord White. No, we're not here to do that. Oh, really? Well, let me see if he will hear your offer. I'm not part of this team. So, the doorman doorman will, will close the door again, and you... Don't hear anything as he walks away, and it takes several minutes before he returns. He You're left us standing on the for, doorstep for a while. Yeah, standing on the doorstep, and oh slightly longer than you're comfortable. You're starting to wonder if he's going to come back at all, or if maybe he oh, just geez. was saying that to get you to leave leave the doorway. And just as you're starting to kind of lose your patience, the door will open again, and this this dark-suited fellow will uh, step out and say, The Lord will see you. Follow me. I've been expecting you. Walk this way. Walk this way. (laughs) Um, And he will uh, kind of open the door wide and let you in. And once you all step into the entryway, you see this grand entry with lots of portraits and paintings along the side walls and a couple of maybe ceremonial sets of armor around the area it's comfortably warm inside and once you all step in he will close the door behind you and immediately start walking down the hall to a small room and open a door that has some glass panes set in it where when you guys look in you can see uh, a small waiting room with a coffee table with a coffee set upon the table uh, and a fireplace in the room uh, keeping it nice and warm anything with a bird on top of it in the pictures as we walk down the hallway you see looking at the pictures as you walk down the hallway what you surmise are several generations of the family white several of them have white hair and pale skin, but you don't see any birds taking center stage in these portraits. Uh, you do see lots of greenery behind them. They the portraits look like they were probably taken in a very lush or taken painted with the background of a very lush garden. Some of them you can even see uh, port- uh, pieces of White Manor in the background of the picture. So. You surmise that maybe these family portraits were done in the garden that you saw essentially destroyed outside. Thank you for the description. 
because apparently somebody let's continue on down the hallway and wait for Mr. White. So Lord White. the the doorman will open the door to this drawing room and he says, You may have coffee while you wait. Coffee. The Lord will be down in due time. Wouldn't it be tea? No, it is coffee, good sir. Okay, coffee it is. I never like coffee. <laughs> I thought we were in England, so I thought it'd be tea. Uh, we we are in England, good sir. <laughs> but we have only the finest, and we have imported coffee. Okay. Prepare for your <laughs> So, what do you guys want to do? Are you going to, you know, just kind of go sit in here and wait? What room? There's a fireplace. There is a fireplace. What else is in there? I'll go near the fire and look at the mantel parts and knickknacks on the mantel. All right. Uh, you find the mantel to be clean and the fire is warm. And mm. what else is in there? There's uh, kind of a love seat and a couple of armchairs. There's a rather large window looking out kind of since you're in the middle of town at Castle White, it's kind of up on a hill, so you can kind of look out over the city around you, and looking out the window, you can kind of see mostly sky, because the window's a little bit up in the room, so you're not looking down on the town, but you're looking mostly just up at the empty sky overhead. Can you describe the glass in the window? Uh, it's very old. So it's got little bubbles in it, and it's kind of wavy, and you can very- see between the panes, the panes are very small, so they're held together with that kind of like, I don't think lead. it's wrought iron. Is it lead? It's lead. Okay, so you see lead beads kind of running between the glass pieces to hold the glass in place. Very good description. I will take my place on the sofa. I'll disappear. So how do you sit on the sofa? Are you like just going to lounge out across the whole thing and be like, Ghost Slinger, you can sit over there? No. You sit proper like? <laughs> All right, Ghost Slinger, what do you want to do while you're waiting? Disappear off into the darkness if there is any. Uh, so you're going to go stand in a corner? Yes. That's what I heard. So, okay, Ghost Slinger, you go to stand in a corner. And y'all wait in this room for another rather long period of time. It takes quite a while before the door opens again. Do any of you touch the coffee? I will have some coffee. I'll you take... are going to pour some coffee? I mean, I'll take yeah. up, like, literally. We'll have coffee. All right. And you all are sipping on coffee cups. Uh, and your coffee has actually started to grow rather cold for how long it's taken before the door will open again. But oh. when the door does open, you hear another voice, which, give me a moment. I love the dad is like all all smiles here waiting to hear this new person. Um, <laughs> give me a minute. I'm going to mute myself while I try to find the voice because it totally just left me. I might as well steal another why, cup. Why, hello. Uh, what, to what do I owe the pleasure of hosting the heroes of Brentwood? I can only think of two reasons that you might have come to visit me. Come to solve my goblin problem? No doubt you've seen some of your hen- their handiwork on the way into town. Well, you would know. Or perhaps, perhaps you've come for, due to the rumors of the treasures of Mercia. Why else would such brave adventurers break into the Temple of Shantae and head into the catacombs under my city? 
How do you know all of this? Are you stalking us or something? <laughs> Lord, such as myself, must know what is going on in his city. But you are stalking us. <laughs> I did not stalk you, but I will say, a, a lord knows. And he puts his finger up to his nose. Nobody knows noses like neosinephrine. Well, sir, we were told of an evil under the city. I was told that I could take a coffee cup. <laughs> well, yes, yes, uh, young young half-elf. Of, of course, you're more than welcome to coffee. And uh, he's, he's going to take uh, one of the coffee cups off the tray and pour himself some coffee and also take a sip. But but what's this what's this 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 you say of of evil under the town? There's a giant weasel gonna pop out. <laughs> okay, pause just a second. Out of uh, out of character, Jessica, you get uh, inspiration. Hey! Because uh, I love I love the fact that you made da- Dad laugh for a full two minutes because you want to steal another coffee cup. <laughs> well, or another mug, pardon. It's Jessica. It's not, uh, I it's love not you. Cup this time. <laughs> I'm the stealer of cups. I only take cups. Only cups. Look, that came from episode one until now. Yeah, that was two months ago. That's what you call That's a amazing. callback. Very so, happy. Um, Jessica. I, I appreciate your your honesty, but I am going to unlike unlike Merlin, who I did let make a terrible decision, I will not tell you that this is a terrible decision, but I will tell you that your characters have all been highly suspicious of Lord White, and you are uh, unquestioningly giving up the name of the Pierce family. As someone who said that there is evil under the town and we're leaving. Yeah, you don't want to give up too much information. So if you want to undo that, you can. But you can also just just say that because they've already safely left town as far as you know. I will leave that decision to you. So which way do you want to go? Do you want to stick with what you said? I'm going to redo that. Okay. Let's just just rewind here real quick. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, go ahead and, and take it away, Ghost Slinger. Well, there's something going to pop out of, out of the ground somewhere. I forgot where, but yeah. So, uh, you're, you're saying that, uh, that, that, uh, some, someone, someone told you that, uh, my, my, my town is, 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 uh, infected? No. Oh, well, good, because I assure you, we have everything under control here. Definitely. But there are many dead things. The grass is dead, and there's... Trees. Insects, and... And there's demon wolves outside. And we saw a family's house burning. Well, I don't don't know anything about the demon wolves, but... Yes, you've hit the nail on the head with all the dead things. Ah, you know... Uh, these these terrible goblins have been raiding. Essentially, my city is at war. This this clan of goblins will not leave us be. We cannot grow anything, and the 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 lack of rain this season certainly hasn't helped my poor people. Is that why there's a wall? 
Well, the wall is there to protect the city. It's been there for essentially forever. Well, at least since the uh, the city was founded on the ruins of old Mercia. Do you have a map of the entrances of the catacombs? Good night, Mom. Well, there, there's uh, not really a map of the catacombs. They were constructed over the the ages, uh, as was needed to to bury the dead. So there's. We went in through the church and didn't see very many dead bodies or tombs. And then we saw one, but that's all we saw. Well, how? Um, I'm I'm not an expert on the catacombs. Most people don't go down there. It's I've I've never been down there myself. You you spoke of treasure. Oh, uh, yes, everyone knows the rumors. I figured that's what would have brought you here. Either that or to save my people from these terrible goblin menace. We'll do both. Well, that's wonderful news. Just <laughs> made that decision myself. <laughs> I would be very grateful if you would take care of the goblins. Have you tried talking to them? That is a horrible idea. You must kill the goblins. Well, I would invite you as noble, good adventurers to talk to them. But after you see how terribly evil they are, and they try to bite your face off, I assure you that I will not think less of you for destroying every last one of them. Like the rabbit from that one movie? What? What is a movie? Is it, uh, would, would, it, would you be paying us to do this chore? Oh, uh, I hadn't thought of what would be an appropriate payment. Hmm. Pay me! <laughs> well, we can't do this free. Let let me think on it for a moment. Take your time. Take your time and have fun while I go do stuff. Okay, Ghostslinger's going to have take a good close look at the coffee cups. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is there gold on the rim? Is there gold on the rims of those coffee cups? That would be fun. <laughs> Maybe the the tea the tea caddy maybe has uh, some gold in it. Sneak, 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 <laughs> steal, put in pocket. Sneak, 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 reappear. All right, brave heroes, if you can go out to the foothills in the east and raid the goblin nest, you will find a boss goblin. He's out there stirring the brutes up, leading raids on the farms surrounding the town. We've lost. More families and brave knights than I care to admit. But every time I send my knights out on a crusade to purge these terrible beasts from the hills, few knights come back, and that boss goblin, he always seems to slip away, the blight on me. So perhaps the right way to handle this isn't with brute force of swords, but with a smaller knife, like a scalpel, you can pluck out this boss goblin and save my city. If you can return with the proof of this goblin's demise, I will make it worth your while. I don't have much in the way of money with the, the, the siege that's been upon the town, but I can offer you weapons from my family's armory. Would that be an acceptable payment? What you got down there? <laughs> what kind of weapons? <clears throat> well, my family has, has lasted for generations. We have uh, several different kinds of weapons from all around the world. Many of them are said to be magical in nature. They'll take better care of you and stay sharp for a long time. Why do you, uh, 
Go ahead. Got any shurikens? <laughs> ah, from the eastern kingdoms. Yes, we have an array of weaponry from the kingdoms out east, uh, along with some of their uh, fine wardrobe. Okay. We will also need a room and board at the inn. Hmm. We'll also need a Ouija board. I would like to say I could set you up at the barracks, but I don't think the knights would appreciate that. It's knights only, you see. Uh, I, uh, how, how long, uh, how long do you think you will need it? Just the nights tonight and the night when you return from the foothills out east? Multiple nights. How about the, the, how about staying at the inn instead of the barracks? Well, yes. I, I don't think the knights would, uh, take kindly to you staying at the barracks. So, uh, how many nights would you need at the inn? Four nights. That's four. Two now and two later. If we don't need them, we'll return the funds. Uh, I figure that's probably about ten gold. Yes, yes, I th- I think we can arrange that. Just a and moment. Why, uh... Henry! Henry! Come in here, man! With that, you'll see the door open back up, and the the man in the in the nice suit will appear and say, um, Yes, my lord. <laughs> Henry! Uh, round up uh, ten, ten pieces of gold, please. And, uh, Deliver them to this this fine group of adventurers. They've agreed to to take on the goblin challenge. Yes, Lord. Uh, and Henry will disappear back out of the room again. Why are there signs around town saying no practicing of magic? Ah, you are after destroying my voice. I see. I'm just asking one question. I can wait till episode nine. No, I think I can make it. Um, so. You guys, uh, you're, you, you, you three, we're in the old church. I, I, I know. So you've, you've seen the, the damage over there. Many years ago, it used to be full of wonderful people. But they, oh. they started to change and started plotting against the, my family. So, after several years, when, uh, suspicion grew high and I had no choice left, I ordered the knights to repel the religious sect from the city. What does that have to do with magic? The reason we had to repel the the religious sect was that they had started practicing dark magics under the church in the catacombs. So I couldn't let their corruption continue to grow and damage the city that I love. So Mm. with with the will of the people to protect my family, we we ousted them from the city. It is, it is their fault that I do not have an heir. I believe that they, they placed a curse upon my family, and my lineage will die with me. Maybe that's why this thing is going to pop out of the ground. Okay, thank you. No, that can't be. Uh, there's, there's ghost slinger. There's, there's no way that anything is going to pop out of the ground. It's, it must just be an old wives' tale. Well, have fun with the thing popping out of the ground when it comes. See you then. <laughs> we expunged that that threat years ago when we when we purged the city of the religious sect. Okay, let's move on. Uh, we'll accept your terms and uh, we'll go now. We'll go. Can you give us uh, directions of where the uh, the boss gnome lives? <laughs> 
Oh, you mean the, uh, the boss goblin? Ah, yes, yes. Take the east entrance out of the city. Follow the road for six miles. And to the south of that road, you will find, uh, the foothills. And marred in the foothills, there are several caves. They're not deep, uh, like the catacombs here. They're just hovels, really, where you will find lots of goblins' families living. You need to find the boss goblin. He will be the biggest of them all. Does he have a name? Boss. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. We'll be on our way now. That is a horrible name for a person, but they aren't people, so... We're going to tell Orville that we got a discount coming at the end. Hey, dude, discount, man. Woo! Discount. Do you guys have anything else you want to ask him before you leave? I mean, I'm going to take a coffee cup still. How old do you think he is? Oh, Oh, actually, that's a good point. I didn't ever describe him. Uh, when he walked into the room. So let's do this. Yeah, I totally skipped that paragraph. I'm sorry. When Lord Taylor entered the room to greet you, he is wearing a red cloak, a breastplate, emblazoned with an unusual crest. It is a flying bat holding a golden rose in its claws. Dark brown pants and heavy black boots. I'm going to roll for Merlin real quick. So he is Santa. Uh, Merlin, you feel that he appears older than what you expect from reading in the hunting journal. His hair is gray and his limbs are frail. You can clearly see every bone in his fingers as he poured himself some coffee. And eyes are sunken into his skull, surrounded by dark rings. Hmm. Wow. Can I take my cup now? Uh, roll me a sleight of hand. Hmm. Oh, I have that. Yes, I have that. Eighteen. Yes. Eighteen. That's great. That's All right. Ghost Slinger, describe for me, as you finish this coffee, how you hide this coffee cup. Well, I disappear from the room again. No, you do not disappear from the room. You're in the room with your friends. The door is closed. There is no way out. There is no dark corner. <laughs> well... It's just just casual. I'm just like, eh, I'm putting this in my pocket. Okay, so you take the last sip of this coffee quietly away in the corner so that nobody is really paying much attention to you. And when you do, you move your hand holding the coffee cup behind your back. And when you bring it back around the front, the coffee cup is gone. Man. (laughs) All right. I got another cup. Henry will open the door to the room again, holding a small coin purse. Oh, by the way, that coffee cup is uh, ceramic and black. Unlike the fine, like, finery of the the other place, this place just, it's a standard black coffee mug. So Henry walks back in holding a small coin pouch, and he will walk up to the coffee table and set it down on the coffee table, and then walk out again without a word. Hmm. Rude. My voice hurts. Okay. Asharas, pick up the money and let's go. Alright, get the money and go. Thank you, Lord White. 
for your hospitality and coffee, and we will be back to see you soon. Eventually. Oh, well, I do very much so. Uh, wish you well on your mission, and I hope for you to return successful here as you were in Brentwood. Hmm. Thank you. I think we'll call it a day. I agree. Let's go to the inn and uh, crash. Might as well go to roleplay land after this. Thank you for a wonderful evening, children. I'm glad you had fun. I enjoyed it, although I should have had two cups of water by my desk, apparently. You just need a bigger cup. Maybe. Maybe that is the that's case. A, that's a cup, Derek. Look at that's, Tiffany's that's cup. That's a big tumbler. <laughs>